0: I got a, I got a really good funny joke for you guys. All right, uh, knock knock. Who's there? Stanley Steamer. Stanley, Stanley Steamer who? Stanley Steamer. Tough on dirt. On carpet. Shut up, Brandon!
1: Hello and welcome to the Shut Up Brandon podcast. I'm Dustin.
0: I am Dave. I'm Brandon. How y'all do?
1: They can't answer you, Davey.
0: No? <laughs> no. Wait, I thought this was like a fucking microphone or whatever, like a two-way dog uh, it radio. It's a radio, right? Yeah. I've got it's something like a, that's been... It's like a walkie-talkie? The past couple of days. Huh. Hemorrhoids? Well, besides that, um, I was on YouTube browsing through a cartoon theme songs, and yeah. I came across Magic School Bus. Yeah. And I could swear that in the background, the guy says mashed potatoes. He does. As a kid you thought it said mashed potatoes? No even now. Like oh, as a kid I I, I can never understand what he says in the background. But I think it's towards the second chorus and it's like, Come on, the magic school bus and then the guy in the background's like, Mashed Potatoes? You never heard that? Maybe they just like dubbed <laughs> over some unknown like 60s hit, one hit wonder. And then they were just like, oh, steal their beat. And then like they forgot to edit out that part. And it's just like some guy but like, do like, the mashed potato in the background. I just kept, I kept going back and back to it. And I, kept, I was like, man, I swear to God, he says mashed potatoes. And it's towards the end. He's just like, I can just imagine some guy in the background in the recording studio. And he's like, mashed potatoes. Was,
1: was that, what, when was that show on? And it was on PBS, but when was it on in the day? In the morning. Before yeah, early before like Five that. to like... Uh, See, because I never... Five, I was 45. familiar with the books. Like, I read the books, and I had teachers who read us the books in class and stuff, but I don't really remember seeing the show much. I've seen it a couple times, but it's not one that...
0: I used to watch it before I went to school, and sometimes I missed like the last five minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I caught Wishbone a lot. I remember watching Wishbone a lot as a I, kid. I remember seeing like the commercial for Wishbone and never watching it for good reason.
1: <laughs> I love Wishbone. I thought it was He's cool. He's a
0: cute dog, but I was like... Eh. Come yeah, oh, man! These... They did a
1: Frankenstein episode, and they actually got the Frankenstein's monster right. The Halloween episodes, and that shit was always the best yeah. on anything. Oh yeah, anything, even full Halloween. Like they don't fucking do Halloween episodes hardly uh,
0: anymore. No,
1: nope.
0: I don't think I've seen any in a long, long time. The Roseanne
1: Halloween episodes were awesome back in the day.
0: Every every because you see, like, was uh, Dan Connor ever Frankenstein? I
1: don't know. I don't think there's one where he's he's all three Stooges. Yeah, where he has <laughs> he has he's like in the middle and he's Mo and then Curly and. Uh, uh, um, Larry or like hit, yeah. like other heads like on his shoulders. One, yeah. That's one I remember the most. And I think in Notre Dame he's just like a guy with
0: an axe in his head or something. Yeah, it's Halloween like AMC when it was it used to be Monster Fest. That's mm-hmm. when it was awesome. But now it's Fear Fest and they're just like eh, let's just show everything we showed last year. It's like, they're like Halloween, like, Halloween 1. Halloween no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's Halloween
1: 4, Halloween 5 and Cold Creek mana over and over and over again. <laughs>
0: Don't forget yeah <wolfing. laughs> Do and they an show Hellraiser? Yes. They put uh, every like three or four o'clock in the morning. They always have like a universal like Frankenstein or something like that. Or like last year, what it was, it's like uh, four days before Halloween. They did the entire Halloween movies, and then the little things here and then. As they're showing the Halloween movies, they're like tune in on Halloween night, but we're gonna show all Halloweens. And you're like you're doing it now. <laughs> Are you <laughs> advertising this shit? They got so lazy at it. <laughs> He's like call Anchor Bay, like give us something. <laughs> I remember that they don't really do Fear Fridays anymore. But when they, I remember I the night that I knew it was starting to go downhill, is when I I was first time in months Fear Friday came on, and one of the they usually do double features, and the first one was Cold Creek Manor. And I'm just like, what the fuck is Cold Creek Manor? It, it's a thriller
1: with, I don't remember who's in it. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Like, I never heard of it's it. It's not any good. But they no, show man, it all um, the time now.
0: Oh, what's his name? He's the villain. I
1: wanted to say Stephen Dorff, but I don't know it if that's is. it. Is it Stephen Dorff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a poop fest. And then right after was Skeleton Key. Oh, i see. <laughs> seen <laughs> That's another
1: movie. poop fest. I saw that shit in theaters.
0: Uh, man, I remember staying up for Monster Vision once. TNT on Monster Vision. I only TNT. caught one episode of my, it. was on its way out and I, the only one I caught was Maximum Overdrive. It's the only one I ever Monster remembered.
1: Vision was my religion growing up. I only up.
0: saw a couple episodes cuz it was so oh, late man, and I uh that. I always rented all those movies. Yeah.
1: But. Well, I didn't it. watch for the movies I watched it for Joe
0: Bob I watched it like literally I like back in the day when people would make fun of those movies and I was like 8, 9 I'd get mad like, <laughs> and, and just, like this is stupid I'm like I just want to watch the fucking movie guys like I actually <laughs> liked the movie I didn't know any better like, like get out of the way I'm trying to see Squirm <laughs> like, I, like, uh, but uh, Ghoulies 1 and 2 and I had my friend come over I was like I was like, we gotta watch the Ghoulies movies, and then like one starts, and Joe Bob brings us talking, and I'm like, "One sucks. We'll just get to two. We gotta sit through it though." <laughs> and then we fell asleep at like <laughs> like twelve o'clock, like on the floor. And he uh, had this great uh, opening where he was like, "Things you're not gonna see. Uh, things this all horror movies need." And he's going through blood, boobs. And he's like, "You're not gonna see any boobs though, because it's on TV." And always, me and Joe
1: are like, "He'd always make fun of TNT for censoring the movies." Like, even if they censored Gore, he'd be like, here's what you would have seen, and he, like, describes it. And, uh, Yeah, I don't know. The uh, Monster Vision was, like, I, I, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with staying up. Like, when the weekend came, yeah, and I didn't stay. have a bedtime, I was like, I'm going to stay up all night. I used to sit with a bowl of ice water, and if I felt myself getting sleepy, I'd, like, splash myself in the face with it and try to stay. Everybody else in my house is fucking asleep, and I'm, like, standing there watching, like, Joe Bob watching God knows what at, like, 2 a.m., you know, like, like Revenge of the Fly or some shit, like, splashing water in my face trying to watch it. Oh, that's awesome. And then awesome. Sci-Fi Channel used to do, I feel like it was, Friday night was horror movies and Saturday was science fiction movies or something like that, or fantasy they, they did something like that, and that was, like, for a long time, or at least a summer. I guess everything seems longer when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, that's how I saw, like, Hellraiser 1 through 3 for the first time. Tales the Crypt
0: marathon one time on there. Oh, I yeah. I recorded all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that, Tales the Crypt. It's strange how it's not, how it how it is treated now. Like, uh, like, Turner Classic Movies had this awesome thing where it was honoring Vincent Price. Yeah. They started his movies at 2 in the morning. Between the hour blocks of two to five, and I'm like, no one is up for this. Why are you like? Why not? That's bullshit. It's like, hey, and it sucked because it was also on a Sunday night, so but I not even I could stay up for it because I had like, to work. They're like embarrassed by it. They're like, I ring Vincent Price. Now that we're done with that shit, <laughs> play Rio Bravo again. <laughs> Oh, no, they won't even play that. They'll play the other one, Rio one. That they'll play the one that nobody likes.
1: Well, now AMC is just like, we've got to get the movies out of the way so we can show our AMC original programming.
0: Yeah. They're
1: not really a movie channel anymore. They just show movies until they can show their original stuff at night.
0: But their original stuff isn't horrible, is it? I mean, I don't I like, don't, I don't I like never Walking watched
1: Dead. It. I heard yeah, Hell, Hell on, How Wheels on Wheels is okay, but I haven't watched it. I mean, I like comic book, man, but...
0: They're making a lot of money off that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when you, like... When I was a kid, USA always had something cool on, TNT Mm -hmm. always had something good, AMC always had something good on, American Mm -hmm. movie classics, but let's be honest. All the movies they usually played, and none of them were five star movies. I bet say like twenty percent were good, good movies. I mean, I liked a lot of them, but considered by critics, like they play like Godfather or something like that every once in a while. But the, the
1: AMC most had
0: mid tier movies. AMC and
1: TCM were both like those movies that you get on a thirty pack for, yeah. mm-hmm. for you know, ten bucks
0: at Target or whatever. They'd play like ones you'd look up and like do the movie guide, and like it was it was hard to find a movie that had more than like two stars. Yeah. Out of four, you can never find anything that was like a four-star or whatever, five-star movie, whatever they did. Well, I remember too,
1: like there was, back in the day, there was also the the Fox movie channel, FMC. Do you remember that? No. There's a Fox movie channel, and what was great about that is it was basic cable, like it wasn't a pay channel, it wasn't premium, but they didn't edit the movies. That's cool. Yeah, but then they started editing them. like that. But I remember that's how I saw Highlander for the first time. I was watching on there, and it wasn't, like, cut or anything like that.
0: Do you guys remember going through the TV and the uh, yellow pages? Or the peach pages, was it? The peach in the newspaper. Uh Oh. And circling what you wanted to watch. Like, you're like, oh, that block. I got to watch that. I got to watch this. That was awesome. Or, like, the TV guide or whatever. Yeah, or going through all the movies. You're like, Mm whore. Or you read the titles, like, what is this? Looking through my video movie (laughs) guide, like, nah, pass. Well, even, like, movie channels, um you know hbo hbo2 Cinemax stars even then their movies are very sparse they don't show much and then when they do like new movies come out they just repeat those movies yeah yeah they, they
1: repeat stuff forever and they're still repeating stuff that they repeated like 25 years ago like when i was yeah. a kid like yeah. like you know we we added showtime to our hulu recently which is actually really cool because showtime's original programming is yeah. really cool they got neat stuff to watch mm-hmm. um and they do have some movies that like aren't on Netflix and stuff. But there's also movies where I'm like, I can't believe they're still fucking running this movie. They're showing, they have ticks on there. That's how mm-hmm. I saw Ticks for the first time, was on Showtime when I was a kid at my neighbor's house. They got a stakeout, or a stakeout and another stakeout. Well,
0: part of those?
1: They're with Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. And then the sequel is Richard Dreyfuss, Emilio Estevez, and, and Rosie O'Donnell. And they're, caught, they're buddy cop that, movies. That,
0: that sequel sounds miserable.
1: I, when I was a here's the thing, my when I was a kid, my parents liked him, and I remember liking him, but I don't remember anything about him. I don't remember a goddamn thing about him, you, I remember Did you watch
0: him recently again?
1: No, I haven't watched him again. I thought about it, but I was like, I don't, I, there's nothing like, there that appeals to me You see, like, Rosie
0: O'Donnell, and you're like,
1: hmm. I don't have anything against Rosie O'Donnell, but I was just like, I, there's just, I'm like, eh, this probably isn't it's not good.
0: a It's not a positive. It's not a, the game changer when you're like, oh much is it? Think, Rosie O'Donnell. You have
1: to think mm. that the first one was at least good enough to yeah, warrant yeah. a sequel. With Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, but she was huge
0: back then. Well, I
1: mean huge as in she as was a popular back then.
0: I like that scene in the Dawn remake when he's like, he's like, tell him to get Rosie. And then Ving Ram's like, hmm, yeah, Rosie. And he gets all <laughs> like, <"Son, is> <laughs> excited. I love <like> that part. <laughs> yeah, Rosie or something like that. He oh, when right they're right shooting. Yeah. yeah, they're playing the game. Actually, I really love that movie. That's a great movie. Can't believe he got him, Bert Reynolds. I think it's one of the best zombie movies I've ever made. I would agree. I and would uh, the original is one of my all-time favorites, so. Yeah. I was really worried about that one. And I just had a good feeling about it from the very beginning. When, like, yeah. And, like, reading the script. And the, the one scene that bothers me is the, the girl hijacks the, the bus and drives across the thing. It's like, ah, that was such, like, a, a moving forward plot thing. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It maybe it had to be cut short to make that happen. But
1: they Actually, I don't know that they really needed to do that just because they were about to go over there anyway, yeah, right? Like, I think
0: they should have just made it go wrong. Yeah. I, that made me just dislike that character. And that was... Yeah. That made me just want to well, shoot her in the she's face. She's a big dummy. Yeah, they should have shot her right in the eye. And then they let her live till the end. She didn't deserve to live till the end. <laughs> Sometimes the people who don't deserve... Yeah. It's all random. But that one, they were so fast. Like, you know, like, CJ was... That. CJ is my kind of character type. Asshole yeah. who redeems himself. That's my kind of type. I like those guys the best. Yeah. Like, that's why... I... But he was also the one that just... He's also funny. Well, not only that, he was like... Uh... He was one of the few of, out of all of them, too, that just knew the truth yeah. behind the situation. And it's like, uh, this sucks, or this is the right way to do it, this is the wrong way to do it. You was would call it out.
1: That was the interesting thing about him, and, and it took a friend pointing this out to me, because I was just like always like, CJ's such a fucker, like, when we watch it and stuff, you'd be like, well, he's right. Like, he's right. Everything he says in the movie is right. Like, he's making the right decisions. And if you go back and watch, he is right, like... Every bad situation they got into was because they did they did what CJ said not to do. <laughs> but he was a dick. He was a dick about it. So Nobody wanted to listen to him. I mean, what
0: did he say? What did he say a lot? He's like fucking nursery school I and mean, or something like that, or daycare. That. I can't remember it's something like Take that. Take this fucking asshole's boat. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, that's a good film. I love that movie. I could, that's just very, vastly entertaining movie. Even if yeah. you like, eh, I mean, you can't compare it to the old one, but. I don't know. Mm, I mean, not really. Uh, that's when Bing Rames was still, like, the shit. Like, everything Bing Rames was in was pretty good. Like, I always, like, he's a good actor. He's, like, one of those actors that's good, but he's in a lot of turds now. Mm-hmm. Like the Day of the like Day Like yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a good cast in it, too.
1: He was in another zombie movie on Sci-Fi channel,
0: you know, too. Like apocalypse a, of the Dead? or it, Something like there's that. There's a couple that came Zombie out. Apocalypse? Some, I think it's just called Zombie there's Apocalypse. There's, like, two or three. I don't know which one he's in. Yeah. I, it's hard. <laughs> but, uh... I watched four movies. Okay. Uh, two classics that I rewatched. Uh, the original Evil Dead. I watched it. I hadn't seen it in probably ten years. Great movie. Uh, rewatching it, I really loved it. The special effects are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, it's my favorite of the Evil Dead ones. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Army of Darkness, I think, has the most playback value. Like that's the movie you can just put on and watch anytime and feel good, and it just goes by really quick. But I like Evil Dead one much better than two, and I think I like I think I like it better than uh, Army of Darkness as well. I just. It's gross. It's gritty. It's nasty. It's got lots of great camera tricks in it. And I, lots of cool special effects. You I know, love budget. them
1: all, but I, I do think two is probably two is probably my favorite one. Oh, my two is God. just like it's so much in my wheelhouse, like the cartooniness and it's like got that weird like uh, like cartoon energy and Three Stooges shit, like balls
0: to the wall stuff. I love that stuff, but for some reason, two doesn't do it for me. Really? It's like the quintessential movie like that. Yeah. I like all the movies that came after it that imitate it. Yeah. But I saw them first. So when I go back to that, it's like uh, Black Sabbath. Or like, it's a great anthology, but I've seen all of the movies that ripped it off. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. I feel that way. Evil Dead 2 is cool and fun. I know it's a good movie and I like it, but it's just my least favorite of the three. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm more of a deadlife guy. uh, What's also interesting about 1, it's like... uh, I feel, too, that so many people have now associated the Evil Dead franchise with comedy. Which there is, like, all three, well, I guess you can say now four, have bits of comedy. Mm -hmm. But one was actually more on the lines of just pure terror. One will fuck you up.
1: When I was an adult, I can watch it and I can see the humor. But when I was a kid, I didn't see the humor at all. When I was a kid, it scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember watching it in the living room, like, in the middle of the night. I just bought the... um, the VHS's because I saw Army of Darkness first
0: on Sci-Fi Channel
1: no I rented it with my cousin because we didn't have cable back then I rented it with my cousin and we watched it and I I remember like I don't know if he acted like this this way I know that I did I was just like, ah, oh, this movie's fucking dumb, right? It was dumb. Let's watch it again. Like, <laughs> I was like, I thought I was, like, I liked it, but I wanted to act like I was better than I it. I felt
0: it was stupid, too, but I kept watching it. Yeah. Like, every time it come out, of am this stupid motherfucker. I probably thing.
1: watched it, like, five times before we took it back. Like, I watched it over and over. I just rewind it and watch it again. And then, when the internet came around a couple years later and we had fucking dial-up, there was this website called The Page That Dripped Blood, okay? <laughs> And you could go on there, and it had articles, and they were always updating about every like horror movie you could think of, like Alphabetical Order. All it was was a shitty page with an animated background of dripping blood
0: <laughs> and, oh, a, yeah.
1: and a bunch of information. And I would go in there, and I, was, and I was going through, and I'd just read every one of them, like one after the other. And finally, I got to these Evil Dead movies. So I read about Evil Dead, and I'm like, that's weird, that guy in Army of Darkness, his name is Ash. I'm like, huh. And I read Evil Dead too, and I'm like, and he gets a. Oh, shit! And I realized the Army of Darkness is the third movie. And so I had to find those. Then it took me, like, three more years to find them on VHS. Finally, one year at Halloween, Walmart had them. And I went to buy them. They wouldn't let me buy them because they were unrated. My mom had to buy them for me. And then I brought home and watched uh, Evil Dead that night in the living room
0: at, like, midnight with all the lights off. And I was just fucking terrified. That reminds me of, like, going to video news that had everything. And, like, you get that movie and you bring it back mm-hmm. and you're so excited. First time I rented Dawn of the Dead, because our video store, Night of the Living Dead, I saw very young, seven, maybe younger, six, seven. My grandpa brought it down, had a tape, old with tape, blood running down it. Watched that, liked it. And then uh, for some reason, I got a huge zombie kick. I was like renting everything zombies in the video stores. And I started going through this old movie book when I was like eight or nine, like finding all the zombies. And my like zombie heyday hit when I was 10. Like I was nuts. They used to call me the zombie kid when I was 10. This is 20 years ago. So it's kind You're of weird. still the zombie kid. Yeah, but it's so weird at me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, they had Day of the Dead. Watched Day of the Dead a bunch of times. Return of the Dead. I actually like two better than three. One when I was a kid, but one's like my all time favorite movie. One of them now. And Dawn of the Dead. My uh, buddy's mom, Jared Maynard's mom. probably shouldn't say his name, but it doesn't matter. She showed me Nightbreed, and she always talked about Dawn of the Dead. And our video store didn't have it. And then I finally found it. It was at this place called Sights and Sounds. It was the original case with uh, uh what the fuck, Scott Reiner or Scott Reiner, oh, yeah. whatever, Rising Up and I have rented it and uh, the first like ten minutes I was like damn that was that this and as it progressed I uh, fell in love with it and I love those movies for the rest of my life and I always have you know but ever since I've seen them
1: I, um, Dawn of the Dead is one I'd always heard because I kind of I kind of went through a zombie phase too but it didn't last very long because I watched all the goodies first and then when I started hitting the bad ones I was like eh, I'd probably just stick with the good ones because <laughs> I kept renting like terrible ones and and even ones that if I told you I think are terrible you'd probably get mad because you like them but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I was like, I think I caught on the zombies before you. Yeah. So I'm like, all of mine were VHS's. So yeah. they didn't make like the real, real bad ones. Like, except maybe I would rent like something like Revenge of the Dead, aka Zetter, And I'm like, there's no fucking zombies in this. This be confused. <laughs> and the cover's awesome. And stuff like Zombie Lake. But uh, even the bad ones that were considered bad, like Nightmare City of the Walking Dead, Nightmare City, yeah. uh, Night of the Zombies, aka Hell of See, the I Dead, would, vastly entertaining.
1: I would rent the Italian ones and back then. Now I appreciate the more. Back then, I couldn't get through love them. them. I didn't have the attention span for and i remember i heard everybody talking about the dead next door everybody talked about it like uh, my older friends like because i knew i had older friends who were like in theater and stuff yeah. like that who were horror fans they would tell me you gotta watch this one so i go looking for dead next door i had read about it on the page that dripped blood and i rented it on vhs and i fucking hated that thing now i feel like if i watched it now i would probably like it I, uh, but back then it would not like I it. had to
0: track that one down. I have a long list with Tempe. I had to track that fucker down because it was in this movie book and I could never find it when I was like 12. Ordered it over the summer through their website. That's the one you had dial-up so it was slow as fuck. Get the movie. Wait, like two fucking months for it to come. I was like, is it going so to come? She had to send a money order to get it. It, comes, <laughs> it took like a, two months and when it came, I was like, oh, and then all these cheap commercials in front of it like the Sandman and Polymorph yeah. and I was like, I hope the movie's not this cheap and then I got it was that cheap I was iffy on it I rewatched it really loved it became obsessed with the company seen everything they released bought everything they released liked the stuff and like I've been a big fan of those old movies for years Sandman Bloodlining Skinned Alive Dead Next Door Polymorph yeah. Ozone you know Yeah. I just have a really Robot Ninja <laughs> I wanted to
1: see Ozone I want to see Ozone and Robot Ninja I've never seen those Ozone this shit will blow
0: your mind that's the tagline <laughs> well you showed me the trailer too and it looked cool no, that, I cut dust. I met Brandon off like a hundred times. Oh. I I wasn't trying to say anything. Me, I was me and you were like going down nostalgia. Because yeah, those stars yeah, yeah. were all Like, well, I'm trying.
1: Stars you took eyes. me back to like when I watched Dawn of the Dead for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it feels good. It like, like I remember being in my bedroom. And and I got the VHS from fucking Suncoast, so it probably cost me a hundred and fifty dollars or something.
0: <laughs> Thirty nine ninety eight. God, it's ridiculous. I, know, I never shopped at Suncoast. It's
1: ridiculous, but they had stuff that I couldn't find anywhere. So my my parents would let me order off the internet or anything like that.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, that was scary back then. Yeah, that was the wild west.
1: So I you know I I got Dawn and um, watched it, and I was like you, like I was like this better pick up, and then they fucking get to the scene with the SWAT team at the apartment, like- and the guy gets his head blown off, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd never seen, and it's so funny now to think about it, but I'd never seen anything as gory as Dawn of the Dead, ever. And it took me a long time after that to see Day of the Dead, but I forced all my friends to watch Dawn of the Dead, and it would, like, bother them. They'd be like, Oh, I don't want to watch this. I'm like, look at his guts! You people know, people like,
0: thought I was so sick. They like, What, ha- what do you think uh, your reaction would have been as a kid to come across Dead Alive? I, I read it as a kid. I got it as a kid. I didn't see yeah. it as first, though. I saw it after those ones. And the, the cover looked so cheesy to me for some reason. I always looked on the back, and there was a guy, like, holding his ribcage. Like, ah! So I read it, like, three or four times before I actually watched it. Uh-huh. And uh, I made Ashley Cox watch that movie with us. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Um, that movie... I saw it on... we had, For some reason, I don't know if it was a preview weekend or if we just happened to have... Because we never... Our cable was weird as, as when I was a kid. Like, we either had it or we didn't. And sometimes we had movie channels and sometimes we didn't. Like, there's no consistency with our cable. Uh, but one time we had IFC and they showed Dead Alive uncut one night on IFC. And it blew my fucking yeah. mind. And then I was on a quest to find it. Come to find out that it's like for every, like... 400 cut versions of that movie there's There's only one (laughs) unrated so it was like impossible to find the unrated and again finally at Suncoast and they didn't it wasn't marked it was the thing like you had to look really close to see like is the R or the unrated and check the fucking times like I'd memorized what the time was supposed to be 97 yeah and I I think so and I remember looking I'm like oh I think this is it I think this is it finally because I did the same thing I was talking about this a while back you remember that cut of Army of Darkness that I remember
0: yeah that's a bizarre cut I went
1: on a hunt for that cut I guess it's the TV cut they showed it on Sci-Fi and they showed it on Cinemax. I watched
0: that one probably the most as a kid. Me too.
1: And so you know, I I've been on the prowl for this fucking cut. It doesn't exist on any format. Maybe the LaserDisc or something. I don't know. But yeah, I just like went on the hunt for it. And again, Suncoast probably there's dropped like,
0: way too much money for it. There's like TV alternate. Footage and stuff in a lot of movies. Like I know there's some from Class 1984. Halloween one into yeah, and like I I wonder if there's stuff like that just like sitting on the cutting room floor that they don't even want us to know about. Mm -hmm. Of course, (laughs) it's got to be. There's different cuts
1: of Duel, aren't there? In the TV cut, longer than the the. I have no clue. I think there's more than one cut of Duel.
0: I also watched on the Voodoo. Yeah. I added it. Uh, I'd never seen this movie in HD. Upgraded to HDX just to watch it. Graveyard Shift. Oh, yeah. Love oh, Graveyard Shift. Grew movie. up watching Graveyard Shift. Love that movie. Still a lot of fun. Uh, real good dick bully in that. Yeah. Brogan. Yeah. Brogan was always my favorite character in that movie. He's got such a weird voice. He's like, <laughs> huh? And yeah. then like the end, they do the Return of the Dead voiceover credit thing where it's like, Got a problem. Got a problem. Yeah. Show's over. <laughs> Show's <laughs> he, over. I love that movie. Easily they, in the top ten best adaptations. You know, I'm it's better a, than the story actually. Oh yeah, it is. I'm yeah. su- that was in the night shift. Mm-hmm. I'm such an idiot. Like that's one of my favorite movies. Like people are like it's such a pile of shit. Like why does that skeleton like scream when it comes out of the coffin? I'm like, I don't know. I like it. It's awesome. That's it's why. cheesy. It's fun. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to win any Academy Awards. But what do you want? It's a giant rat bat and a fucking hot mill eating so people. Awesome.
1: I love that the fucking Brad Dorf is in there. And he like he's just he's there and he's great he's hilarious like his character's so amazing bizarre. and he dies in such a weird way mm-hmm. It's a
0: me- mean death that movie's so fucking yeah, mean it's like mean. like there is definitely a cut scene between when like Brogan dies and they disperse and separate and then they just snap too you're like what well, well, what's going on
1: there's that weird there's it's weird at the end too that um, the two guys start fighting almost for no reason like it comes out of nowhere Mach
0: goes nuts yeah but I don't think that they portrayed that very well because he's It he's seems like, really
1: random, like mm-hmm.
0: he hit his head, but he's pissed off when they first are down there. He's like if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be down here. Yeah. And then like he goes with Carmichael and Dancing, I think, and they're fine. For a while he's like, Yeah, he's trying to help those guys. Yeah. He goes up to try to pull Carmichael out of the fucking thing while Andrew Dividoff cries like a baby throughout yeah. the whole movie. But uh you know, and then he sees him and he snaps
1: again. Yeah, it's real it's so random and they don't talk. They just sort of silently beat the shit out of each other.
0: So it's really weird. But then he like he does have a moment of redemption though when he attacks the rat bat and yeah. he's like you and I will go to hell together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That movie's got a lot of zany characters. Like I mean I, like as uh like I said. He well, like when I when I got Stephen Mott's signature yeah. he was telling me about that moment and I oh my god I won't forget it. Like he was saying he was telling me he was like he was like, I went to the director and I was like, I told him, I said, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I I know it says to attack the creature, but is it, or am I doing anything with it? And the director says, uh, do whatever you want, man. That's pretty <laughs> much what he said to him. <laughs> so King was behind the director, just sitting there watching it, and then so Stephen was like, hit playing his head, and he's like, that whole line is improv. Yeah, and he said what he did was like, after he said it, ran. He stabbed the wing like he does in the movie yeah. and then there's a shot if you there's a moment if you look at it just right, he actually bites it. Too. I, he does bite it. <laughs> yeah. I seen him bite it in a thing when it when it uh, it's wrapping him up, he's like, Arr! Yeah, and as it's pulling him down the yoke cut, he said as he's as the crew down there's unfolding him out of the creature, he said he could hear Stephen King up there and be like, Oh my god, he bit it! He bit the creature, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Stephen King reminds me of, like, my mom or something would say that. Like, oh, he bit that. My Uncle Jim would be like, my Uncle Jim would be tickled pink if, like, somebody bit it. He'd be like, Michael Jim's like the guy who, like, if you eat more food than you should, he'd be like, hey, hey eat 20 chicken. eat hey, 20 fucking chicken legs. You think it's great. He would just love that. Well, I think Stephen
1: King just is Geordie Verrill. Uh, yeah. In, re- in real much. life.
0: Like, Golly, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. You lunkhead. <laughs> I love that part when he takes the meteor and then like it's broken is like, what I wouldn't give you what is it? I know Brandon knows. Oh, the
1: line yeah, yeah. it's like when he take he has the dream sequence about taking the broken meteor to the
0: doctor. A hundred dollars. Oh, and he's uh, um two hundred bucks. Jody Vale didn't raise no one kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pay off them bank loans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool... Meteor shit.
0: <laughs> that whole scene is like what makes the Joe Dirt scene so funny with the poop. That's yeah. a big piece of spice pooping. <laughs> That's like the same <laughs> thing. Big of. old frozen hunk poopy. <laughs> <laughs> you spell uh, poop. that kind of look B-A-D. <laughs> I love that movie. Fair luck always in, always <laughs> <It's> bad. bad.
1: <laughs> uh, I always think of um, graveyard shift right along with silver bullet. Because I used to, I think... If I remember correctly, and this is really weird for my grandma to have a horror movie recorded, mm-hmm. but I think she had *Silver Bullet* and *Graveyard Shift* on the same VHS at her it's house. Good tape. Paramount. And, that, and I would and I would watch those there and uh, uh, love them both. I think they're both great. I do
0: too. I, they're in the same caliber where like there's a lot of problems and you notice the cheesiness, but they're just so fun. Like I grew up with them and it's like like ah oh, that movie. I feel people stick their nose up to it. But I feel those people are just being assholes. Yeah, like you can have a lot of fun with those movies. A, I always like Graveyard Shift is a staple of those monster movies. man. Yeah. Like it's one of you, my. You especially makes like, hundred. Especially <laughs> since it it utilizes all the things that we love. You know, like yeah. central location. Yeah, one creature terrorizing. The rats are great too. Oh, the yeah, rats just, crawling and everything. Well, oh, and what's
1: what's great about that movie is that um, it's a it's I mean it's a great creature. It's a big you know puppet, big animatronic thing. It looks cool. And you don't, you are always aware of its presence, but you don't see it all until the very end. Right. Um, I just, there's like a lost art to the monster movie. Nobody's doing it right.
0: You know what's really funny about the guy who played Brogan? Hmm. I think he's the guy in Of Unknown Origin, another killer rat movie, that sells Peter Weller the rat poison. Oh, that's weird. So that he get, he like sells him the poison to try to kill it, and then he gets killed by a rat later on in Graveyard Ship? Interesting.
1: Now, if I remember correctly, in the, the Graveyard Ship story, they don't actually... They don't, he didn't really say what the monster looks like, right? Like, you don't get the sense that it's a bat. I remember reading it and not giving, getting the sense that it had wings or anything like that.
0: It's some sort of mutation, but yeah, I
1: don't know what the fuck it, I, I remember reading the short and just thinking that it was a big rat.
0: Uh-huh. I do remember, I can't remember much, but I do remember reading sections. He always, he was he explained in great te- detail his tail. Yeah, the tail yeah. I remember being mm-hmm. real thick and long and gross. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Do you think... I like that they never, you can speculate what it was. Is it a demon from hell? Is it a mutation? Is it an old animal that's been there for hundreds of years and it's one of the last of its kind? You don't know.
1: I think, and I don't give a shit. I think it's something that's been there forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Especially because, like in the movie yeah. when you get to its yeah. bone layer. Yeah. When you get yeah. to the
1: layer and there's all those bones and it looks like it, I mean, it looks like that's where it lives. Like it just sleeps in is there, there more of them?
0: In other places in the world? I don't know. That's interesting. That's thought, what I mean. Yeah. Like I never thought of that until just now. Like as a kid, I just, and even as like a young adult, I'd watch it and be like, it's it's like a creature you would encounter in the video game Dark Souls, where you just wander <laughs> around ruins, and all of a sudden you go down, there's just a boss waiting for you. You're yeah, like, what yeah, What the fuck
1: yeah. is this? Here we go, and then you just die. <laughs> what's, what's Dark Souls? It's Dark Souls. Dark Souls is this really, really hard game where... Uh, it's hard to describe. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like... It's an action RPG. Like, you pick a class, and, it, and you make character and stuff, and you level up as you go. But, like, the world is just sort of there and open... And you go into these different levels, and um, like Brandon said, you can just sort of wander into where a boss is. Like that's it's weird. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Like uh, I played a little bit of it, um, the first one, and I'm just wandering around, and I go down these steps, and all of a sudden there is a faceless demon shooting lightning at me. I'm like, what? And you literally just can't beat him because because so you don't tough have to yet. level up.
1: <laughs> it's really really merciless. And the other thing that can happen too is like other players can like come into your game, yeah, and like attack you and stuff. And if you die. If you die, you get you have a chance to go back and find your body, or you just just your just your uh, your or your green orb is, is what that what it is? Yeah, it's where the, it's where you die though, right? Right. You have to go back to where you died, and if you get that, then you get your stuff back. But it's, if you yeah. if you die trying to get it, you just lose everything. Right. Oh, it's good. rough.
0: It's really rough. Yeah, that's like you need souls. That's what you collect as souls, and you use that to upgrade and stuff.
1: Because yeah. there's there's dark souls, demon souls, and then what's the new one's called? Something different.
0: But, oh, uh, Shoe Souls. <laughs> that's the thing about Shoe Souls. It's, <laughs> it's, the
1: sequel, it's the sequel to Demon Souls, but it's called something else. I'm not sure. Uh, it's like one word, I think. I, somebody's screaming at us yeah, right Bloodborne? now. Bloodborne? Bloodborne. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the new one.
0: I'm the tip of my tongue.
1: But Josh is in love games. with those games, my buddy Josh, because he just likes anything that's relentlessly difficult. So, see, like, like, well, like when he
0: gets killed in it. Yeah, my really attraction, hard. like my attract, I haven't. I mean, I've played it here, and, here, and there. My attraction to uh, to Dark Souls is just because it's it's things I love. Yeah, you know, you're you can choose to be a knight or a thief or a wanderer, yeah. and you're going, you're fighting monsters and skeletons reform themselves, and you're just like there's weird architecture and awesome landscapes and but it's ruthless. Well, there's
1: some rewarding stuff too, like it rewards you for being smart. Like one of the first like bosses or mini bosses you fight is called the Phalanx. And it's a, uh, it's a like a big black mass with a bunch of like shields stuck in it or something. I think it's in that castle level, but it's really really difficult. But if you have like a fire weapon, like you can learn through the level that it, that fire hurts it. Mm-hmm. If you have a fire weapon, you just fire, you fucking annihilate it. Kinda like, like Mega Man. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Like if you know what you're doing. Then that, then in that same level, there is a dragon that is ruthlessly difficult and a giant knight that's like forty feet tall that you have to fight and I'll fuck that knight up.
0: <laughs> Fuck
1: his day up. I don't think so, Davey.
0: But that's how I always thought of graveyard shift. I always thought I was. I always like when watching and when get that part. You see, it's bone layer. I'm be always like, just, Oh boss room. <laughs> yep, yeah, boss room. It's a boss fight. The fucking door closes and the power bars pop up <laughs> the top. <laughs> and the,
1: music, the music changes. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's a bunch of health. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you're going through a hallway getting health, and then the music's like. You go through getting hallway worse. get
1: a bunch of health, and there's a save point, and you're like,
0: Uh-oh. That's <laughs> an, uh oh. Metal Gear Solid. The first time my brother played that, he got the when he got the Manus the first time. Manus, like tries to scare you, and he's like, I see you haven't saved in a while, and like it yeah. was actually true for him. He's yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> That's how it's was Resident Evil. You always knew when you were getting to a big baddie because yeah. there'd be the typewriter, and then the all kinds of ammo and. Uh, first aid sprays and you're like ah fuck Resident <laughs> Evil <laughs> Fucking, uh, 2 2 was G- awesome
1: 2 is my favorite one besides 4 4 is amazing Metal Gear Solid was crazy and Psycho Manus was crazy because he would be like I see you like to play Castlevania and I'm like how did you know that Psycho Manus well he could read your memory yeah, card yeah. so if you had a game on it that was made by Konami mm. you would know what it was and he would say something about it, so I'm That's like, oh, awesome. I can't remember an, like a different Konami game, but Castlevania Symphony of the Night. He's like, you like Symphony of the Night, don't you? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> I that that game was my favorite game growing up, and I just played it over and over again. I got to the point where I could beat it in 90 minutes. That's awesome! Wow. And with like, and I could never get the highest ranking though, because to get the highest ranking in the game, you have to kill no soldiers in the entire game. Except for parts where you have to. Like, Except parts for where you're, like, shooting guns and stuff like that. Like, you remember there's parts where, like, you're in Jeeps and stuff, and they're chasing you and you can shoot the other Jeeps? Like, those don't count. But, like, any other soldier in the game, to get, like, big boss level or whatever, when you beat the game, you have to not kill any of them. I who's, could never do who's that. Who's your favorite baddie? Um... And don't say decoy octopus. No, not decoy octopus. Probably revolver ocelot. He was pretty cool. Probably either revolver ocelot or Vulcan raven. No, sniper wolf? I mean, she was all right. She, I always thought she was a chump. Everybody thought she was hard. I always fucking beat her ass every single time because I was saving up my diazepams. Did you ever play Winback? No. Is that the game that had... That's one of the
0: first games that had, like, the duck and cover. Yeah, leaning the against the wall. Yeah, That game was hard. I beat that. I mean, I'm sure it's probably easy now, but it was difficult. <laughs> a lot of crazy bosses in that game.
1: Nobody ever talks about that, but that was, like, the birth of that, and then... Like, everybody, I think, thinks that it comes
0: from Gears of War, but it's really from Winback originally. Winback was cool. I had it for 64 We used to play it. Man, 64 console, four-player. It was awesome. Yeah, it's... I didn't... My first system I didn't get to own until junior year. That was a PS2. Yeah. But I can remember... I can still remember being... Just watching my brother play Resident Evil. He had the director's cut on, on the PlayStation 1. Yeah. I can still remember even watching him play. Like, I was afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, like, that was... And then going back to that, I didn't get back to that game until I was way later, but I could see how revolutionary it was in terms of survival horror. Oh, yeah, horror.
1: definitely. Um, yeah, great game. You know, the, and the, the funny thing about Resident Evil is it was just, it was a ripoff of Alone in the Dark, but it was better. Like, it was 10 times better than Alone in the Dark, so it did way better, but Alone in the Dark is like the same game mechanics, and you know, it's a horror game, and it's in a mansion, and like all that stuff. Yeah. But Resident Evil is just better. It came out a few years later and was better. That game was, you know, after a while, after playing through it so many times, you start to get used to stuff, and, like, you start preparing for the things that are going to happen. I remember one thing I started doing is the hallway that you walk down, and the dog jumps through the window. Yeah. Like, now when I play it, I can't help it. It's like habit. I turn backwards, and I walk backwards, so when the dog jumps out, I'm already shooting at him. I'm like, right. Because you control the character like yeah. a fucking tank in that game,
0: so to turn around, it's like 30 seconds of turning. Yeah, I <laughs> already yeah, jump on you. Yeah. yeah, I... Um, I did just beat, last week, I beat uh, Alien Isolation. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? You like it? Really good game. I think the ending's pretty lackluster. I
1: kind of wondered if that, if a game like that could have like a really exciting ending. Yeah, I
0: mean... It was okay. Nothing yeah. like jump out of your seat. Although the end part, the whole last few levels, is pretty tense. Yeah. Because you do find the nest... And you're realizing, so you start dealing with face huggers. Yeah. And then um, when you uh, when you destroy the nest, more than one escape, and now you're dealing with up to three to four on the ship. Oh Jesus! So that gets a little interesting. Um, overall, though, like I, I don't know. That made that made the xenomorph scary for me again. That was a tense game. Face yeah. huggers are always scary in video <sighs> games. That was a tense game. I love right it. Jump right fucking face. <laughs> you're just like, like please, in. Uh, you, shoot it? Did you ever play AVP 2 I played uh, Alien Trilogy. I don't know what that is. It's for a Sega Saturn. i you know, I've never played Sega Saturn. Get out. <laughs> we had like thirty games. Well, see, with Alien Isolation, you don't get a flamethrower till about three quarters of the way of in. So the majority of the time, when you hear the alien coming through the, through the roof and stuff like through the vents, your only option is to hide, because it's it's like yeah. a, it's a one hit kill for you. That's like an uh, Alien one where like they don't have any weapons and like they're <laughs> just like trying to attack it with like bo- like bottles and shit. <laughs> um
1: in uh, avp2 you know it was you you could play as a marine an alien or a predator it Was that a computer
0: game mm-hmm. i think i
1: played that yeah it's awesome but i always play as a marine because it, the it's terrifying it's a terrifying yeah. game as mm-hmm. a marine and i remember going through the, the levels where you know you get the sense that the alien and predators are like fighting in other parts of the game mm-hmm. and like like burning vehicles would come flying over ridges at you and shit like that but Remember the one thing? It's the, I think it's in the first fucking level. But you get in this room and you have your your motion detector on. Oh, nice! And you know that the aliens are fucking coming, but you can't tell where from because it's just little bleeps, you know. And all of a sudden the fucking uh, door, like they're beating on the door, and the door starts like bending inward, and you're stuck in that room. And you're just waiting for the swarm to come through. And then, and then it stops for like a second, and they come up through the floor. Oh! And it scares the shit out of you because you're just like watching that door with the gun, like ah, and then it comes up through the fucking floor.
0: And uh, aliens, how he dies because they come up through the fucking ceiling. Yeah, yeah. They're in the room. That's how in isolation. That's how you have your motion tracker, and uh, you see the. And what's cool is you have the uh, feet and distance, so that's how you can calculate what you can do. Yeah. But you can't even run in that game like there's moments like if it's in the area that you are if you get up and try to run it hears it yeah. and all of a sudden and you have to like rush into hide somewhere and Ugh. it's intense
1: it looks scary like I said it looks like uh, amnesia but with like the alien it is and amnesia is terrifying
0: I yeah I I actually was like I've been meaning to bring it over just let you just like just give it to you and be like here just play it whenever you get chances I would like, like to try it sometimes what system is that for? PS3 PS3
1: Man, I guess that Godzilla game came out and is a big piece of shit.
0: Yeah, have you seen Angry Joe's review? I one? just
1: watched Angry Joe's review. He, <laughs> I was just like, man, that's a bummer. Are oh, you Godzilla? Yeah. Is one
0: a- fucking hour. <laughs> that's how long the game is. Yeah, you can beat the 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 single player in an hour, right? Yeah, under he said he clocked in at fifty four minutes. Then then what is multiplayer? It's like you're Godzilla versus Godzilla. The the most of the game is on is
1: playing the multiplayer or playing the single player over and over again. To unlock the monsters, and then the the rest is all online multiplayer, but it um, it just it looks and it, I guess the controls are terrible. Your,
0: your main enemy in the game as Godzilla are generators.
1: Yeah, every single level you break a generator. That's what all you do. You go <laughs> you go and you find it and you beat it up before it goes back in the ground. Sounds like a stage. And if it goes
0: if it goes back in the ground, then you it's game over. Sounds like a stage. And they they left out one of the most crucial things for a game like that. You can't even fight your own friends. Like if so, if Dustin had the game and invited you over, there's yep, no way you can each play other. each other. You'd have to go buy a PS4, buy the Godzilla game, sign into the uh, PlayStation Network, then you two find play each, each other, other and then play. What, what's <laughs> cool. what's they name? want more people to buy
1: the game because they're cheap fucking bastards. What's a bummer though is that like it just when I was watching those reviews because I was actually excited about that. I don't get excited about video games, but I love Godzilla so much. I was like, oh. Because like, it actually, like, in the trailers and stuff, it looked cool. I was like, it's all desaturated, and the monsters look the way they do in the movies. Like, it looks like they were really trying to capture the way the movies look. Mm-hmm. And I think on that level, they kind of did a good job until you see, like, the graphics kind of fall apart in certain certain moments and stuff. Um, but back in the day, there were these fighting games that was, like, Godzilla Unleashed and Godzilla Battle for Earth, and they were, like, fighting games. Where you pick each of you you and your buddy picked a monster and you were set down in a city and you just beat the shit out of each other and those were perfect like that's all they needed to do right and instead they just made this big old fucking sticky butt turd
0: like like it honestly needed to be the Godzilla two thousand fourteen game it needed to be like War of the Mo- Monsters yeah you know right. what I mean where you just drop down in the city because more of the Monsters even this is a PS two game you could actually like you're breaking buildings you're throwing yeah. you could pick up the enemy throw them into a building yeah. Like King of the Monsters, the old game like that, or it's Rampage? pretty similar. Those games are always fun. Yeah,
1: that Rampage movie is happening. Is oh it? man, it's awesome. The guy, the guy who directed San Andreas is directing it. And the Rock is going to be in it. And are they doing like George, Lizzie, and Ralph? I would assume so, but I mean they haven't said any of that yet. Huh. Kai, cool. Kaiju movies are are making an American. I would say comeback, but we haven't really had them since King Kong, right? I mean, yeah, right, yeah. So we're starting to have American kaiju movies. That's bizarre. I'm I'm really starting to lose hope about I, they're Toho in Japan. They're like we're gonna start making Japanese Godzilla movies again. So I'm like thank God because I did not like that American Godzilla. I didn't movie. watch it. The twenty fourteen one I really did not like that movie unfortunately, and uh, but actually Seb of course it was Seb posted something today that was like. Like, the the director of the new Toho, Go- Toho Godzilla thinks the American Godzilla is a masterpiece. And I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> like, he's probably going to make it just like that. And I'm going to hate it. Their um their Attack on Titan trailer looks pretty cool. That does look cool. I thought it was interesting. I was surprised that all the Titans aren't CGI. Some of them are people in suits. I could see that. I was was like, that's weird. I was like, I wouldn't figure... The big one, the big, like, that has no skin and stuff is CGI. Yeah. But some of the other ones are, like, people, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the Toho Godzilla, the new Toho Godzilla. I'm like, they haven't said yet whether they're going to do a guy in a suit or CGI. And I just really hope they don't do CGI. Like, leave the CGI to the American Godzilla movies. And, like, if you're going to make a Japanese Godzilla movie, you have to. Yeah. But I understand why they wouldn't want to. Because what people, I guess, don't realize is that the fan base for those Japanese Godzilla movies is really really fucking small mm. it's not popular in Japan it's Strange. more popular here but even here it's not enough people to make it a thing right but I think they're hoping because the 2014 movie did so well that there'll be more people who are into it or something I'm surprised they don't aim at kids or something well they used to those those were the dark days mm.
0: It's, it's, camera on <laughs> like, friend to all children. Is that Godzuki, that little fucking... The one he's like, get him, dad. Or, I seen one when I was on TV and it was like, get him, pod. Oh, I was like, in the
1: movies, it's not Godzuki. It's Minya or Manila. It, it's called it was just on... was like men. hanging out with
0: little kids and he's like, get him, dad. I was yeah, like, it's, what it's, is this? And terrible. then you got... Jet jaga Jet jaga is that that tall? Yapa,
1: j-jaga. Is that that
0: tall goofy guy? He's like just a like big. He looks like an Ultraman ripoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that. He, can... he grows like. Yeah. I can never, I can never remember his hand, his arm patterns. He's like or something like that. He's the worst. <laughs> He's just...
1: stupid. Godzilla versus Megalon is fun to watch because it's so bad, and it has the Godzilla tail slide, the famous yeah. Godzilla tail slide. Oh my god, it's bad. That one... <laughs> that one and versus Gaigan are just... Gaigan looks cool, though. like really the cool yeah. Gaigan looks awesome in Godzilla Final Wars, where he has, um... He starts out as classic Gaigan, and he comes out and gets fucking annihilated immediately. And so the aliens take him, they give him a cyborg head, and they give him chainsaw arms. And at the end, he has
0: giant chainsaw arms. He's like, boom, awesome. fighting Mothra and shit. That one's so ridiculous. He goes through and just murks everybody. He yeah. throws, like... He- well at one point he runs in the water, throws out smog monster and the sea lobster and fries him in like seconds.
1: Well no, he he throws out uh Ebera, the smog monster, Come, or no, is Ebera the No Evera's the um the crab. Yeah, whatever he is. What's the smog Monster's called? Anyway, throws the smog monster against the building, and then he's like and he looks and you see the crab coming and he impales smog monster yeah. with the crab. And then he fries him, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And he fights American Godzilla. Yeah, he kills him too in like. Immediately, some forty-one is playing <laughs> in the background and uh Zilla as they call him is there and he's all CGI and he jumps with Godzilla he just knocks him into the Sydney Opera House and one shots him kills him with one nuclear blast and that's uh, it's got Don Fry in it it does have Don Fry it's in like it. I
0: don't need 10 years or learn Lush and Sambo I'll learn it in a day I'm Don Fry <laughs> Don Fry talking shit is the best thing ever Don Fry should have been Haggard in a fucking Final Fight movie he'd have been the perfect Haggard yeah he does look like him a- I like wonder if like they just like took that. I, I think that that was made before he made his fame. Have you ever seen? Know.
1: Have you seen Final
0: Wars, Brandon? No,
1: I. That's haven't. a fun movie. Don Frye is is the if you watch it. Don Frye is the only American guy in the movie. He's awesome. And he's this huge white guy with a mustache. He's just he's nice. like a,
0: a stereotypical <laughs> like late eighties early nineties video game American. Yeah. Like tough guy.
1: That's why they hired him. I'm sure because they're like that guy looks like an American. He tough also
0: guy. is a uh, was big in Pride, in the fighting in Japan. Yeah. He's really popular and uh there's a scene uh, I think Gary Goodridge has a cameo in that movie and maybe another fight or two and I think they get blown up and Gary Goodridge fought Don Fry like three years. Do they
1: play the Americans in the New York scene when Rodan attacks New York? I think
0: so. There's like a big black guy. Yeah it's Gary Goodridge. the dialogue is
1: so bad there. I'm like this is what they think Americans talk like, isn't it? But Gary Goodridge probably has some head trauma. He's been in a lot of fights. Well it's like the cop comes out, it's a it's like a it's a black guy dressed as a pimp. And then you can tell that they're cursing, but they dubbed out the cursing. Like, they're saying fuck, but they dubbed it out to make the movie PG or whatever. And uh, the cop, like, comes out. He's like, what are you doing over there? And the black guy immediately turns and is pointing a gun at the cop. He's like you see this? This here is a hand, cannon. I'm gonna blow your ass away. And then it cuts to a drunk guy, and he's like, "Yeah, do it." It's
0: <laughs> was that drunk
1: guy Lloyd like Kaufman?
0: <laughs> no, it was
1: just some some, some <laughs> drunk homeless guy. He's like, "Do it! I dare you!" And then I double dog dare you. And then the cop is like, "You got. You just calm down. There, it, like, doesn't kill him immediately. Jesus like I wrote. Fuck ro- Flower should've been that bomb. Yeah. And then fucking heart. Rodan flies in and like blows everything away. Hope he dies.
0: Hope he gets fucking cancer and dies. What's he saying, (laughs) Wishmaster? Hope he fucking dies. Hope he gets cancer and dies. That boy's gross, dude. (laughs) Buckflower would be like, look at that giant lizard. That'll make your pecker harder than the (laughs) (laughs) maggot. There ain't no giant lizard out there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a giant lizard out there. Uh, Buckflower's awesome. You should just put
1: a CGI Buckflower in every movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, I you know, let I, Dave do his voice. I watched two more movies okay. besides that. I watched the documentary The Lost Souls, the Richard Stanley. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked it. Uh, definitely ended very cut off. It seemed like it cut off. And there should have been like it felt like there was more story to be told.
1: I, don't, I didn't get that impression, but I also don't remember how it ended, so maybe you're yeah, right. Like,
0: right when Richard Stanley's back on set, it kind of ends, and you're like, oh, I thought it'd go more.
1: Oh, I, I wasn't—yeah,
0: but the— There's nothing else to tell. I just thought there would be something, you think know, it like, stops there exposition be, or something.
1: I think it stops there because that was the end of Richard Stanley's experience Yeah, that, you know? Yeah, But yeah, that, have you watched that, Brandon? No, not yet. That's on Netflix, and it's about the guy who is supposed to
0: direct. Richard Stanley, director of Hardware and uh, Dust Devil. Dust Devil and a bunch of documentaries. Yeah, he's uh Hardware yeah. is awesome. I've never yeah. seen Dust. Devil. I haven't never Dust watched Devil him. is cool. It's really weird though. That's I've had cool imagery. Like at you're at first, Richard Stanley, like oh this guy's really intelligent, smart. Then he starts to get more bizarre. Yeah, like oh this is a crazy person we're listening to right now. But I listened to a podcast with him too as well, and he said a lot of the stuff that was on that uh, documentary. Yeah, but. Man, it really makes you hate Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, not Marlon Brando. You just think Marlon Brando. He honestly seems like Marlon Brando's just trying to get back at the studios, to be honest. Like, fuck them. I guess so. I still thought he was kind of a douche. But he's insane. Yeah. Brando's insane. Kilmer's an asshole. Kilmer was just an asshole. Like Brando, yeah. the line he said, his daughter had just killed herself too, or something. Yeah, so yeah. he was out of it too. Like, but there's a funny line when he was like, "You seen the Val Kilmer's trying to small talk with him?" I guess in the they said in this documentary. He's like, "Did you go down to the coral reef?" And Marlon Brando's is like, "Cause he hated Val Kilmer." He's like, "Coral reef? I got coral reef coming out of my ass." <laughs> That's all he said. That was just all they said to each other. Because Val Kilmer was like a prick. he lit some dude's sideburns on fire. Yeah, I'd a fucking punched him in the jaw. out uh, would have got up? And just punched him. And I'm like, "What are you gonna do? We're overseas. I don't give a fuck."
1: Oh, you know what I watched? I watched Val Kilmer*. I watched *Top Secret*. You ever see *Top Secret* <laughs> with Val Kilmer? That's one of his first movies. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I, I really like that movie. I was watching the whole time. I was like, "Val Kilmer, as well punch you and your <laughs> fucking pussy." Don't you know who I am, huh? I was in *Batman Forever*.
0: <laughs> I absolutely love *Tombstone*. It's like my favorite movie, non-horror movie. And I Val Kilmer like does one of the best performances ever, <laughs> but I'm gonna have trouble watching it after it.
1: <laughs> like... You ever see that picture? Because Val is all fat and red now. That, pic- <laughs> that picture, he's like sitting, he's sitting at a restaurant eating, and he's looking by the camera smiling, <laughs> and it says, "Hey guys, remember when I was Batman?" <laughs> and it's just fat Val Kilmer, like. Not nah. like, been eating <laughs> some soup.
0: <laughs> Vince <He's> Vaughn,
1: <Von>, Vince Vaughn, Dean, Cain. Vince Von, Dean Cain, and Legolas
0: to show up to have some zoop with him some zoop <laughs> uh, uh, they're eating fucking 300,000% of their sodium that's belly. the <laughs> that's the Batman v Superman movie I would have made zoop Val Kilmer and Dean Cain <laughs> <laughs> having a zoop eating contest yeah <laughs> Uh. Who can get the most bloated and red in a day? Does gumbo count? No gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Gordon's like on a fucking megaphone. No gumbo. <laughs> Only high sodium and bisques. Bisque. Now Kimmer's sweating. Cream soups. Crap bisque. Kill- hey, sweetheart, can you get me one of them? Kilmer is sweating. He's like, <laughs> You gotta give us some bread, please. Like, no bread for this soup. No. <laughs> I gotta soak up the juices <laughs> from my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but from one of the best performances ever is like Doc Holliday to like he just
1: screwed himself he just he screwed himself by acting that way that's what happened he got too far up his own ass
0: I, I kind of want to re-watch that one the Dr. Monroe I never liked it when it came out we were like 10 me and my family were like we're like well, fucking Val Kilmer more than Brando I want a Dr. Monroe let's watch it everyone's like sits down we're like what, what was that? <laughs> everyone felt like it's weird what is this it's this... like really weird and disjointed and i can always remember the cover but i've never watched it
1: and there's weird those weird scenes
0: where the animal people are like fucking in the background and stuff like if richard stanley would have directed that movie it would have been insane mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be made like on a smaller budget like eight million by richard stanley it would have probably been fucking amazing to yeah. be honest it would have been one of it would have went down to history but like it would have been a cult movie like it was interesting i felt like um you know in that doc where they talk, they talk
1: to him and they talk to people who were actually there and they talk to studio guys who weren't really there? And the studio guys' version of things sound like they're just like, that's the way they've twisted in their head so they
0: don't feel bad about themselves. Well, the producer, the one guy who got him the job with the glasses, he wasn't a bad guy at no, all. He was him. just like, man, it was out of my hands. And even the other producer that was like, we you're right it isn't working he wasn't that horrible either like even Bob Shea wasn't Bob Shea was getting fucked the hardest out of all of them Bob Shea was but he didn't Bob Shea wasn't really involved he's just
1: a studio head but there were those two two producer guys (coughs) not the one who got him the job but the two other guys there were moments for both of them where I was just like I could see it in their eyes where they're just like they have a version of this story that's not what actually happened there like they they were led to believe stuff by someone who didn't like Richard Stanley and it probably
0: all boils down to Val Kilmer because Marlon Brando kind of liked uh, Richard Stanley. Cause, yeah, Brando liked Stanley. Yeah. But it was just Val Kilmer who, who hated him. Well, I also think that's why Brando acted
1: the way he did when he got to set because when he got to set, Richard Stanley wasn't on the movie yeah. anymore. So he probably acted like a fucking tool because, you know. Yeah. You're beautiful, darling. Don't worry. We're getting paid. Like, <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> that's what he says for the ball. <clears throat>
0: Man. She felt bad. She felt. She looked like she felt really bad about it.
1: Yeah. Well, she was, like, defending Richard Stanley the whole time pretty much. Her and the German guy. The German guy was cool. Yeah. Scary and German guy. Scary German yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> but, uh...
1: One more chance,
0: or was it... Time's almost up. up. It's your last chance for, for pie. pie. <laughs> That's what i yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary German guy is bitching. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose... I do. Once you say that, I guess I suppose I do. But well, you sure know a lot about monsters, Mister. That that part. Yeah, that part's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't know what that meant. So, like, when I watched it again as an adult, I was like, "Oh, that's dark." Yeah. That's fucking that's for, dark. That's for the adults. <laughs> that's for mom and dad. That's for mom and dad. My, oh, uh, my parents are like. Mm. <laughs> my mom was like, "I probably like you're fucking watching this again." It's either this or Ghostbusters: A Little Shop of Horrors.
0: You gotta watch that stupid movie again. Mine was usually Alex in the background.
1: Brandon, what the fuck did you do? Really? Yeah. Yeah, but in his defense, you probably did just pee on the TV. <laughs>
0: one time. I pee on the television once. That's all they remember you for. That's I all would, it takes. I would just hear this. You fuck one goat. <laughs> dang, dang, dang. BOOM! <laughs> he answered the phone, he's like, oh my god, that's how we answered the phone. I'm like, Ma! 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 My, Ma! Like, when like my mom and dad are like still rushing in my room as a 30 year old man. They're like, What's going on, Mom? Just making sure you're not peeing on any televisions. <laughs> I'm 31 wearing, years old, Mom! Are you wearing pants? Good. <laughs> it's harder to pee on the TV like that.
1: <laughs> I'm 31 years old, Mom! Let me alone. I, I peed t- on TV at once but I bought
0: it. <laughs> I, I bought another other one that I peed on, too. I bought... I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I pay- bought all those. That corner, I bought all those that <laughs> I peed on. I paid a goddamn mortgage on your house. I'll piss on any television I want. <laughs> <laughs> I watched... The last one I watched was uh, Richard Griffin's Normal. No, you did The Michael Reed. I did. Okay. Really, I really need to watch that. And I, it was fucking awesome. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I'm a big serial killer fan and this one's like a psychological, does a really cool idea. Like it's in his mind and the way he like believes things and obsesses over things and like stores these people and he has to obsess over them and you know, own them and things like that. Yeah. Justify in his head. Sounds cool. Looks cool. And all these weird characters in this hotel. I like it. I think that people will enjoy it. It's shot well. Well acted. Good movie. Good movie. For 10 grand. Just big no, cast. Uh, normal. That's just a title. Yeah. Okay. I think it's one of his best movies. What else has he done? Uh, *Sense of Dracula*, *Disco Exorcist*, *Creature from Hillbilly Lagoon*, *Raving Maniacs*, a bunch He's of stuff. He's made it. Exhumed. Uh, like, mm, probably um, like twenty movies. What's the one? Movies.
1: Atomic Brain Monster. Yeah. Or something
0: the Disco like? Exorcist sounds familiar. Uh, Splatter. Yeah.
1: There's Splatter. Disco Necroville. The Splatter.
0: Ones. Splatter something. <sighs> yeah. Splatter there. Disco, I think it's called. None of that. None of that. Yeah, I haven't seen That's that one. one of them.
1: Hmm. Frankenstein
0: he's made a lot of movies yeah he does like four a year for like the last <clears throat> what like eight what years what was the one you just watched the Dracula one Sins of Dracula Sins of Dracula Sins for Dracula or Sins of Dracula I don't remember which mm-hmm. that one's cool too I um Future Justice
1: <laughs> man I wa- I feel like I've watched a lot of stuff because I've been working on puppets and stuff but I mean I watched Django yesterday I love Django um, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street again I love that movie uh, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street Dave? no it's really
0: good dude Jonah Hill in it yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> Just to watch the Jonah Hill scenes.
1: What about Leo? I
0: was, Leo. I like Leo. That movie's good,
1: dude, and it's got a good like ensemble cast. Like, I it's like not, Leo. It's not a bunch of heavy hitters. It's a bunch of like good actors, like side guys, but they all get cool stuff to do. Like his like little goon squad of stockbrokers. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, what's the one guy's name? Chester, is it Chester Wu, the Asian guy? There's Chester, and then there's Jonah Hill's character, and then there's this guy they call Rugrat because he has a toupee. And I don't know. I think you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's hard not to like it. Uh, so watch that. I've been watching Banshee, which is a Cinemax show, but they put it on Amazon Prime. And it's like an action show. Like, each episode is kind of like an action movie. And it's about a guy who, <clears throat> he comes to a small town, gets out of prison, comes to a small town. And while he's there, um, the new sheriff, who's literally only been there for a day, and nobody had met him yet. Like, he hadn't even been to the, the police station gets in a fight with these fucking guys at a bar and gets himself killed and so the main guy just decides to take the sheriff's identity and be the sheriff of this town Hmm. and then it's just him dealing with like it's kind of it's weird because it's a small town the town's called banshee that's why it's called that you keep getting glimpses into his past like he's a highly trained like killer and thief and stuff like that um but the the guy who runs everything in the town, like basically like the mafioso mob boss of the town, yeah. is a uh, Amish guy. Like he, where he used to be Amish, and now he's like not. But his whole family's Amish, so he'll like talk about his dad and like you'll see his family and stuff, and they're all Amish people. And one time at one <laughs> point, the main character like fucks an Amish broad. Like she comes to a party dressed like in regular clothes and he fucks her and he sees her the next day with her bonnet on and shit. <laughs> That's awesome. It's pretty cool. The fights are great. The action's great. They do some big stuff. Like in the first episode, he's running down a street in a fucking bus. Like a commuter bus flips and slides down the street after him and he's trying to get out of the way of it and shit like that. Like hmm. They do big stuff. It's so pretty you don't, cool. You don't know much about the main character? Um, You learn as you go. He has a connection to a woman who lives in the town and like I said, he was like a thief or something. Like, it's um it's interesting but he's really fucking good at killing people nice like, he's fantastic at it. there's a lot of killing a lot of violence on so show. it's an
0: action show or a crime show
1: yeah but there's there is one thing and actually I was listening to Smod, or tell him Steve Dave on the Smodcast network and somebody on there said the same thing there's so much sex in the show so much graphic sex that it's almost distracting because it comes out of nowhere and really serves no purpose it just happens and I think it's because Cinemax stopped doing the Skinemax stuff yes and they started doing action shows instead. So I think they're trying to fill the void by putting a bunch of titties and ass in these
0: shows. It doesn't belong at all. (laughs) It's all cut in. It's not even from the same footage. It's like from their old 90s footage. It's
1: like all of a sudden they'll cut to one of the main, main female characters in the bathtub masturbating for five minutes. And I'm like, I don't hate looking at that, but I'm just like, what did that? That had nothing to do with anything. Like, like, why weird. is It's good on one level, but as far as moving the story along, it's really fucking this script up. It's big time sleaze, let's put it that way. Like, in every sense, it's like a sleazy exploitation. Oh, I like it. It's fun. <laughs> I think he would like it, actually. You is it on what? It. Amazon Prime. Free? The, yeah, the first cool. season is. I got that. I don't know I got how many that. seasons there uh. are.
0: You just hit your knee? No, I just like started getting a cramp after I hit my knee. <laughs> <laughs> and like my like, like thigh has started cramping.
1: But it's cool. I, I watched a bunch of episodes of that and and I know I've watched stuff but I can't I can't remember what I've watched. You watched
0: uh, Raw Force again?
1: And now you changed your Raw mind about Forest. it? He no, loves it. I still don't like Raw Force. Uh, <laughs> you changed your mind about uh Let's find one on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's just looking at his movie shelf trying to find a movie I don't like. Father's Day? Father's Day. Trying, I don't even remember what that is. Yeah, oh, that's the Astron, let's see Astron sex movie. Yeah, I don't really like that one. I love Man I don't really like Father's Day. I like Man better myself. I think Brandon gave me his copy of Father's Day because he didn't like it either, didn't you? No, what? I sold it. Did you? I watched it because
0: you handed it to me
1: maybe I gave it right back to you after I watched it
0: probably I ended up uh, <laughs> I ended up taking it to replay and it was one of the limited copies yeah and I remember the guy over the counter he was like he was like I was looking over because I had a stack of blu-rays that ones I just didn't care about especially mm-hmm. once I discovered Voodoo mm-hmm. I was like looking over my blu-rays these are the ones I need to keep these are the ones I don't need and Voodoo's helping me out with that and Father's Day was one of them <laughs> And uh he got through and he called me over, he's like, There's one in here I wanna question you about I was like, Okay And he was like, You sure you wanna get rid of this one? And his father's day is like, Yeah. He was like, I'm gonna keep this for myself. Like he put it to the <laughs> side and he just <laughs> so he could purchase it. But I was like, "Eh, I don't know. How want much it. did he give you for it? I yeah, think twelve bucks just for that one. Was it like a three disc the three disc one up there? Yeah. I you know I I don't
1: want to talk shit about Astron Six I think they're doing cool stuff and I lo- I do love Manborg I like their shorts collection but man I just don't like Father's Day very much. I'm I'm a little interested in the editor. I hope that one's fun. I don't know if Stephen see Stephen Kostansky is the guy who directed directed Father's Day and he directed Manborg. I don't know if he's involved
0: at all with the editor. What about the other one? The but the void he's directing. Yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll, the void looks cool I'm getting anything they release because they've already like sucked me in kind of like NecroStorm yeah. Yeah, yeah, they already yeah. got me hooked even if they like make next movies I 10 movies I don't like I'm gonna keep supporting them NecroStorm is releasing a bunch of stuff they didn't actually yeah like make. Judy wasn't theirs I yeah. have that Infidus I have that too Infidus I don't remember what it's called mm. so Adam Chaplin. I what's their I love. next
1: real one is that,
0: is that Hotel
1: Inferno 2
0: yeah I think it might be but I think Infidus was directed by them I'm oh was sure. it that I was theirs so. oh okay
1: I think they're putting out, well, maybe I'm not supposed to say that, I won't say that. There's a movie I think that that the director told me that they're going to put out, but they're like adding gore to it. Like they're editing gore into the movie to make it gory. That's bizarre. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, other than Seinfeld, other than being on a Seinfeld <laughs> kick. Yeah. Which, uh, I was telling Sharia the other mm-hmm. night that... As a kid, I can always remember Seinfeld being on.
1: Yeah.
0: And I never it never made me upset, but I never laughed. Yeah. Now, it's G- nonstop laughter. G- oh, it's I And I, th- I tell Shry, and she was agreeing me, I was like, I looked over, because we just watched an episode last night, and I looked over and I was like, how is this so goddamn perfect? Yeah, it's so funny. Can't stand ya. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can't stand ya! Can't stand ya! Fucking, um. the thing about Seinfeld is... And I'm not the first one to point this out. This isn't revolutionary, but it's 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 always sunny.
0: Yeah, like they're
1: the they're
0: very similar shows. Just less sleazy. raunchy.
1: Yeah, less raunchy, but definitely
0: they're just as bad. People. Oh yeah, they're terrible. I like I love how they tie everything together at the end so nicely. Mm-hmm. It's always sunny does that too. And those are like my two favorite live action shows, comedy shows. Yeah, that's yeah. so I really only watch comedy shows anymore because like the series shows they always fuck it up because they're like they got to hit first season. We'll now take the script for second season and make it five. Stretch that motherfucker out. I want to see that guy talk to a bush for an hour and a half. We're gonna look for a kid for a whole season, whole fucking season. I'm gonna chill at a farmhouse for a whole season. Do nothing for a couple episodes. What are you talking about? No, I wasn't. I'm just. Fucking but uh, other than Seinfeld, I only got one movie in. Um, it was one of the. I, I was wanting to get more. Of course, I'm sure everyone wants to during the Criterion sale but I only had yeah. enough to get two, and uh, had I got Badlands, I watched that a long a while ago. But a then movie. Seconds just stayed on the shelf, and I was like, you know what? I gotta watch it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. perfection. It's so so damn good, and it's it's literally like it's 1960s, black and white. Um, it's about a guy, a middle-aged man who's vice president of a banking firm pretty much done with his life. Like, he's bored. Uh, him and his wife have no connection. They never really talk to their daughter. So then he comes across this company called Seconds, and they're able to pretty much give him a whole new life. Uh, set up his old body um, with a fake death. Uh, put him through extensive plastic surgery. So he has this whole new identity, everything. And uh, But the thing that's strange is, like, he starts second-guessing. Before he gets the operation done, he starts second-guessing it. And there's a moment before... Where he has a dream of him, and it, oh my god, the art direction is beautiful. Like the hallways are weird and twisty, and at the end of the hallway is a woman on the bed, and he like approaches her, and they're real close up on his face, and he rapes her pretty much. Then he wakes up from the dream, and as he's going through everything, he's like, I don't. Pretty much, pretty much says, I don't want to do this. And they, two guys come in in suits, they set him down, they pull down a projector screen, and they play that dream. Oh weird. And they're pretty much blackmailing him, saying, You've come this far, you're gonna go through with the surgery. And there's a real moment where he breaks down and like he starts explaining to the guy, I think who I think who's the main operations behind seconds, and he starts telling him, breaking down like how sad he's been over the years. And the guy's just smiling, he's like, Yes, yes, tell us everything. You know, just getting real deep and dark with him. He's like and then the thing that gave me goosebumps, the line that gave me goosebumps, is when he tells the main character he's like, That's right. You no longer have anything to do with your family, and they no longer have anything to do with you. Just let them go. The way you're talking about that reminds me of like the scene from Starry Eyes when that guy's talking to her, or like an eraser head thing. Like, yeah, you ever had those chickens? <laughs> and it's really weird. It's <laughs> just sitting there, and it's like just so fucking surrealistic. Is what you sound like, and it's just it's like, it's so it's so it's so ter- it's a terrifying movie because it it plays so much with paranoia and scrutinizing, <laughs> always being watched the new life they give him is this renowned painter. and uh, But even then, like at first he starts getting into it, he starts realizing this is a good life, you know, like he's, he's, he's younger, he's more attractive. But as the movie progresses, he starts realizing what he misses, and that's his home life. Mm-hmm. And he wants so desperately to get back to that, but he can't. And he's just always under the thumb of the company of seconds. Hmm. You ever seen uh, Brazil, thinking of like the constant paranoia, the movie Brazil by Terry Gilliam? Yeah, I if I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. But that's yeah, Seconds was, whew, man, it was great. The music, it's it's the kind of music that's it, it parallels so well with the movie. Yeah, that there's there's score there's certain moments and scores that like, just amplify the scene. Yeah, uh, it's just strange and beautiful. Is I recommend one, it to everyone. Is I that not Hulu? That. Huh? Is that not Hulu? No. That's what? why I. The God ch- damn it! Neither is Badlands. That's why I wanted to get the two that were I'm writing my congressman or congresswoman. We live in a free country. It could be either now, I think. Right? Is that that right? As long as it's not a queer. All right. No Congress queer. (laughs) All right. uh, Anyways, I'm going to write them and make sure that they get seconds on Hulu for you guys. All right. Or I could just let you guys borrow it. No.
1: This is for everybody. Well, Dave, that sounds
0: easier, though. He's being selfish, though. (laughs) We want to help our audience. (laughs) I also don't agree with uh, Dustin's horribly, horribly politically incorrect Look at statement. him trying to save his own ball. <laughs> <laughs> As if I mean it for
1: real. He just wants to make sure he you know, nobody out there just, hey, hey it wasn't me. Hey, Dustin hates people.
0: <laughs> give me give me a job, McGarris. <laughs> give me a job. I'm still, that's still offer, still on the table. You want me to come do your dishes, McGarris? There's nothing weird. Nothing Shit, weird. I, I'd, work, I'd go on a movie just to get the paycheck. I, I don't even lie either. I'd be like, he'd be like, so what? what's your thoughts about this project? Do you like it? I'm here for the money. Mick Garris wouldn't even ask us what we thought about it. (laughs) He'd be like, hey, asswipe over there. Broom. I'm like... "Eh." (laughs) I mean, he probably wouldn't be like that, but he was not going to be like, you, PA. What do you think about this project?
1: You just have a name tag that says asswipe over there. (laughs)
0: Asswipe over there. there. But I'm over here now. You're over there. (laughs) Your name tag says over there. You can't be over here. (laughs) Uh, Asswipe over there. Asswipe over there. And then I, I need. I can't wait to watch it. I've my Blu-ray of Encounters of the Spooky Kind came in. Ooh, spooky! Which I I did. I made a real big poopy mistake. Like I was, uh, <laughs> I was ordering it. <laughs> I laughed. made a, a real
1: big poopy mistake. <laughs>
0: it was like it was the cheapest one on Amazon, so I was like, Yee. I clicked and ordered fucked it. Fucked up. And then, <laughs> you don't fucked up. You know that. A week hey, later, hey, you know you don't fucked up, right? No, it can't. It you you don't fucked up, right? Wait, one of the rest of society. Menace of society. Sorry. Um, so like we went by and you know how you just like it got the message saying it shipped I'm yeah. like alright where is it at shipping from Hong Kong I oh, didn't realize yeah. I, sh- I got it from there so you're I was fucked like up right? Hey, you know you done fucked up right you fucked up right there you I said you mine... ordered the movie from Amazon <laughs> with I think
1: <laughs> mine came from Hong Kong too but I ordered it off of eBay, eBay.
0: they come pretty quick actually yeah. mine took a month <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem I forget about them and then they'll come and i like oh, I forgot I ordered this when it I never bothers me Kong. but I just I was like oh shit you guys have ah, shit Medicine Society? No. I've never seen no. it. Oh. There's like a scene of it. Uh, lie. Who is the fucking guy? The main guy in that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Bill Duke's interrogating him. He's a cop. And like at first he's like, You bought you said you bought the bottle of beer at seven thirty, and then he changes to eight thirty and he's like, Yeah, yeah. He's like, You know, fucked up, you know that, right? And he goes <laughs> up for like a minute. Like, you fucked up right there. You know that? Are you, you, you fucked up right there? It goes off for like <laughs> a minute. It's all intense and he's like oh, I, I, he's all nervous and shit. <laughs> it's so almost like with Goodfellas and uh uh, Pesci he's like funny how funny how, yeah. I mean, fun there. There. Dude, but Man of Society really good. <laughs> that movie's great. You <laughs> ever, see that. Yeah, I love that movie. I've heard people talk about it that. Dead President by the Hughes Brothers are great movies. Well, and then too.
1: what's the other one from
0: Hell? Boys they in did. the Hood, people oh, would talk about all the time. I'm uh, I'm more of a, a Man of Society guy, yeah. I'm way more menace those
1: movies never really uh, appealed to me like i just never had any a lot of interest in them
0: i think you'd like menace society really it's like it's like more of like a crime like drama thing yeah it's good though good well acted too if i remember i watched that movie a bunch of times and dead presidents too dead presidents is awesome
1: i've heard about that one a lot
0: you ever seen like clockers or anything like that Mm -mm. it's a good movie too clock stoppers (laughs) does that have michael bean in it is he a bad guy in that I don't think I ever watched the movie, but I, uh, it's been. I, I that's from like the early two thousands, right? Is yeah. a Nickelodeon movie or something. I I remember watching it on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> recording it and watching. It. I'm just, you know, I, I never saw
1: you it. You sound just now when you did that. You sound like Benicio del Toro in Sin City when he's dead. Mm hmm. What's What's he saying that movie? <clears throat> I'm trying to remember one of his lines. Dwight, it's the guy's name he's talking to. His name's Jackie Boy. He's Jackie Boy. He's talking to Dwight. I can't remember what he's saying, but but he's like rolling around. He's like. Like, he's just like, like he just likes the way Yeah,
0: attached, like, Yeah, yeah. There's a moment where he's down. and He's like, because like, when, when he lifts his head up is when it changes. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna make up some. He's like, because I, I do think he said something about like turning yourself in. Maybe yeah. you just, yeah. Might as well just turn yourself in. Yeah. He's like, you might as well just turn yourself in. Yeah. And yeah, like he yeah, comes yeah. In. It's and so weird. The, <laughs> I think that guy be intense in real life. That's
1: the scene that uh, Tarantino directed. Yeah. He directed that whole car sequence. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good sequence. They traded, they traded services. He, R- Rodriguez uh, did the score for Kill Bill 2 for a dollar, and so Tarantino came and directed a scene in Sin City for a dollar. Nice. Because they're buddies. BFFs. Yeah.
0: BFFs. Uh, Best fucking friends forever. Tarantino should have, like, helped him out in that Machete Kills movie, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You should have helped. You know, maybe I didn't like stepped in. either of those machetes. I could have helped, but machete <laughs> kills. kills is way worse than machete. You know what? I got ten minutes into it, turned it off. I said, "Really feels like no one gives a shit. Why should I?" That's how I felt I, while watching like, it. I just felt like I was. They feel a,
1: like violent Disney Channel movies.
0: Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I like the first one. Was what is okay. He
1: doing he used to be so good.
0: Even people, even like faculty, where people are like, he sold out. It's like, I really like that movie. The faculty's, faculty's awesome, great. Faculty from Dust Till Dawn. It's the best
1: of all that bullshit, yeah. I think. Faculty, all that like 90s
0: high like school. Like, 18 group. people on the cover. like Yeah side profiles and shit yeah. like just like half their faces shout. i mean of
1: course i think that because it's a monster movie and I, yeah. monster movies give me it's a got a good cast boner, though
0: but... in there it's got daniel von bargain robert patrick is like small characters john stewart's a small character yeah harry john Knowles, Stewart, right like, yeah just stabbing you mr the furlong yeah there's lots of people in that movie just small roles and they're all good yeah who's the the female in that i want to say the teacher frankie jameson she plays gene great right? oh, yeah. yeah yeah she's hot I saw
1: my accent too
0: yeah also but then, Jordan like Anna. the kids are: Elijah Wood, Josh Harnett, uh, Clevé Duvall, Clay Duvall, oh, yeah. uh, Jordano Brewster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got Usher. It's got a great cast.
1: Usher's <laughs> uh, on the cover. He's got like two minutes of screen
0: time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's second. So second. Weird. He's not definitely one of the mains. He's a a day player in that one.
1: Great That's movie. A great movie though. I love that. Growing up, I still love it.
0: <clears throat> Guarantee to jack you up, Zeke. And, uh, I love the line, uh, Daniel Von Vargen's like, alright, everybody, take on a pen and paper and uh, start writing down your relatives or their known relatives and say, is this going to be on the quiz? This is, this the, is the quiz. quiz. <laughs> Dude, I love that guy. They're drinking all that water. Mm-hmm. Always that? freaking me out. Olay's
1: overheats. Yeah, the olay, like her hair's falling out. And shit. That's fucked up. Crazy.
0: Yeah. I'd have to say that's probably is the best '90s like high school.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's the best out of that group of like Kevin Williamson nonsense that was coming mm-hmm. out. There. Was Phantoms of Kevin Williamson? I think it was, but it's not like a high school movie. It's not as good as uh, Faculty, anyway. No, but Phantoms is fun. I it's don't been think it, it, it did not get enough credit for being a fun like dumbass movie. It's got creatures and tentacles and weird shit in it, and F Schreiber being a fucking
0: pervert, like, pervert, and... big fat pervert.
1: Yeah. That moth fucking eats his face off. <laughs> I don't
0: even remember that movie very well.
1: <laughs> oh, I like it. It's kind of...
0: I remember, like... What's a, his name? Peter O'Toole? I think he is in that. Yeah. He's also it? in, uh, fucking... What is that? Caligula. Yep. It's so weird seeing him in that. There's tons of people in Caligula. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren's did some sleazy shit, man. That, <laughs> what, the thief, the wife, her brother, Antonio's pizza, whatever that one. <laughs> it's like the thief.
1: <laughs> the cook, the thief... His the cook, the thief,
0: lover. his wife, her, yeah, that movie's awesome. But like, I need to watch that. It's just very really sexual that yeah. one too. The bad she's guy a, in that movie is so a rude. She's fucking though. She's still a hottie. Yeah. Have you have you guys seen Cinema Snobs' latest <clears throat> ones? Um, the Ghost can't do it. No, I was that seen movie. That. Oh my god. Is it like a porno? No, it's got Bo Derek in it, um, and then her husband at the time they're acting in it together. But Derek, um, Donald Trump's in it. I feel I'm on David. Did we talk about this on the no. last podcast?
1: Did we, or maybe Brandon just told me about
0: it. Oh, I'm sorry, to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just I just wondering if you guys have saw that. I, I haven't seen it yet. yet. No, I haven't watched his new ones yet. That's gonna that you're that's probably gonna make that's that brings a whole new level to movie making. It's like <laughs> it's it's the I don't know. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Did Donald Trump do like a favor or I don't know. He's gonna be president. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's not even president. But... <laughs> I'm voting for him. Oh god, can you imagine? No, I just said that anyone who had their own reality TV show or started a reality TV show shouldn't be president. <laughs> That's just my rule. That's like half the fucking candidates right there. Yeah, Is
1: Gary Busey's out? Yeah.
0: I never really. You sink so low to do that? We're a all going to show. hell anyway. Hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't vote again this year. I'll vote for a third party.
1: All the hipsters are telling me to vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm voting for Bob Backlund. Who's Bob Backlund?
0: WWF legend Bob Backlund. (laughs) I don't
1: know. Who's (laughs) Bernie Sanders? I don't know, dude. If I'm... If we started in on politics.
0: I'm we're gonna, gonna sound, sound like even dumber idiot. than we are. <laughs> I'm <almost> gonna <laughs> sound like an idiot. Let's just go back I'm to making a... fun of reality TV. That's more our level. Don't want st- to step over. That's what this podcast is all about. Politics and religion. Pizza? What? I, think, I, <laughs> I thought we were talking about pizza and movies. I think,
1: I, I think Bernie Sanders is, is a is like a third party guy. I think he's more Democratic, from my understanding. Well, I I feel like he's run in the past as a third party, but they want him to run as Democrat this yeah. time or something like that, and. Um, he, I mean, from what I've seen, he has a lot of good ideas about how to, like, fix things, like, uh, fix the economy and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, right. all these guys have good ideas. Obama Until they have great ideas, and right. they get in there, and they don't
0: really have any They don't problems. do any ideas. or well, they don't even do it. That's why I'm voting for Telly Savalas. <laughs> TV's Kojak. He's been dead for years. But Who loves you, baby? We can get him back. Okay, everybody,
1: write it on your vote, Kojak's corpse. Right, Kelly's <laughs> Let's get him in there. I think it's
0: S-A-L-A-V-A-L-S or something. Savalas. So, that, that sounded Savalas, so, what you just S A. spelled. V A L A S. That's Savalas, right? You know what's really pissing me off? What? These cell phone companies. Yeah, yeah. Demolishing all these landlines. Remember when you had a landline and how special it was? You know I mean, how special it was? I called me and my girlfriend's name in that landline with a fucking heart under it. And now it's gone. When you bought a house in this country, you got a landline with it. <laughs> now Not anymore. Now what you get? You get a pile of shit and debt. That's all you get. That's all you fucking get. And then you're up to your eyeballs and cell phone debt. Yeah. When I had... My mom and dad got a house, it came with a fucking landline. And that landline connected directly to the internet. that. <laughs> that oh, sound I used I to put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I used to count- the, I used to count the crushes.
1: <laughs> bingo, bingo. <laughs> dad, get off the fucking phone!
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you pick up the phone? It ah. me, you son of a bitch! Dave, did you pick up the phone? I have an eBay bin, five minutes. Here comes I've download a picture oh. of a giant for three hours. Here comes Ariola. Panels <laughs> Oh, it's cold in there for her. Look at it! Oh god to have it there! <laughs> You're like, oh fucking hell. You're just trying to. You're like asking for your friend to print off a picture when he got fucking cable modem. <laughs> Can you print off a naked picture for me? <laughs> you you comes, know, you know, you come. low res pictures. You know you're not gonna have time to whack it to a picture. So the <laughs> moment you get her forehead is when you start. You just turn your on, imagine. And you're like <laughs> by the time by the time it's a fake one and there's something nasty, you're already done. <laughs> And, you and then you're ashamed? confused. <laughs> I just jerked off to a dog. Yeah. <laughs> you feel ashamed because that's the picture, as you're just about to go, you realize that it was a guy in drag, and you're <laughs> just <it's> like, <"Aah!" laughs> The internet made me gay. There's there just like a dead body in the bottom of the picture. A <laughs> naked chick stand over a dead body. You're like, <gasps> <laughs> am I a necrophile?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how they get you to be a necromist. You to know,
1: your fucking great-grandma's funeral can't get your boner out of control.
0: Got you know, the wires crossing your fucking head. She's so dead and quiet and hot. <laughs> I just want to say a few words about my grandmother. She was a sweet, beautiful woman. Now she's cold and dead and so fucking hot. What? <laughs> What are you? Question. What are you guys gonna do with this corpse? on <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna straight use the microphone wire and call off my fucking boner. Oh my god! No jizz in my rented tuxedo pants. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in tuxedo pants? <laughs> Why did you rent a tuxedo? <laughs> I got <laughs> confused. I saw that movie four weddings in the funeral. I didn't know which one I was going to. <laughs> On the way to the funeral, just touching himself. Oh, I hope this is an open casket. <laughs> I'll open a casket. You know what give <laughs> me a bitch to fucking edit that. Yeah, uh, casket gasket is what I call it.
1: <laughs> Can you think about how many? It, casket I don't know. You think about how many fucking uh, rented tux pants do have to have a fucking jizz like steamed out of them. She rubbed like, gets me too
0: hard. <laughs> that bridesmaid was horny, man. Real fucking horny.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Did you see that chocolate fountain? Oh, my God. The overflow. You guys put
1: your dick in that fountain? The overflow. It was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> the overflow. Uh, people getting weird fetishes is genius.
1: <laughs> well I just like the theory that it just takes one time of like seeing something weird while you're, while you're masturbating to give you a sexual fetish there's that scene
0: that Stephen King story about the guy seeing the old senile woman showing his tit when he drove by and that's yeah. the first tit he saw so every time he comes he sees that tit no matter what and like mm. when he dies he orgasms and sees that tit as the last thing it's like his death sees that as the last thing <laughs> his death chasm death orgasm. oh that's good
1: I don't think there's any validity to that because I don't I don't Think of any like early
0: things at all when I... I think of a lot of early porn. I used to watch, I
1: just turned and looked at Dave, and he looked at me like a fucking serial killer before he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he's still doing it. You're good at that, that thousand fucking yard stare. <clears throat> I'm just imagining a wiener like poking you in the side of the face as you make that face. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: zoned out like my brain shut off. Like... <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: The guy on uh, Gigolos that I said looked like a fucking serial killer, he's gone now. He's left in third season.
0: Oh. Good. So did he get arrested?
1: I, one of them actually did. It wasn't him, though. It was this other guy named Steven, <laughs> who has a speech impediment. And there's this is really funny, but it's terrible. So Steven has this, like, like what do you call that? It's a type of list, but it's in the back of your mouth. You know what I'm talking about? It's, like, on his S's. Okay. And it's not that bad. I'm over-exaggerating. But he, he meets a... There's an episode where he meets a girl, and he's like, he's like I don't know what it was. I just had this real connection with her and stuff like that. Like, he really, really liked her. And he's like, it's cool to, to, to go on a date and have sex with a girl that you actually care about. And then she speaks, and she has a speech impediment! <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, that's awesome Do you know I don't want to sound like a dick But do you remember One of the coolest things That Mad TV did One of the coolest Not cool Very inappropriate But very funny What? Uh, the fucking lower expectations yeah, They had up. that in the promo And then like They're standing by The fucking expressway And he goes and put his hand in it's barbed wire And he's like oh, It takes <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Fucking beautiful Lowered expectations Was the fucking shit man. I, Those I just were hilarious.
0: That was That's kind of like um, Every I remember you guys talking about and it, uh, it reminds me of um, Animaniacs good idea bad idea oh yeah, yeah. Those oh, that genius. was a like, good idea yeah yeah. making a sandwich bad idea cutting off your hand That's there it is so ridiculous <laughs> uh. yeah it would be something like that it's like uh, good idea cutting your sandwich with a butter knife bad idea chainsaw cutting your sandwich with an axe yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah such a weird show wasn't it a mime yeah or yeah. it was um, a test dummy oh was it I oh, think okay. so Speaking the test dummies. Remember that hit song by the Crash Test Dummies? Which one? Mm-hmm. It was like mm-mm. Weird Al made fun of it. I don't remember. Weird Al did it like with like popular news. He's like, worms there was This guy who made his wife so mad that one night she cut off his wiener. You don't <laughs> no, like that? Of
1: oh, wait, Weird Al said a wiener. That does not sound uh, like Weird Al. He said more than. And you remember when, when, like, the, like, Napster and Kazaa and all that shit was going on? People would, like, mislabel things as being, like, Weird Al and it wasn't really Weird Al. It was, like, some other parody song. Yeah. And, like, kids would make, like, Weird Al mixtapes full of stuff that wasn't actually Weird Al. And you try to tell them, like, that's not Weird Al. Weird Al doesn't say fuck or pussy or cunt. Like, I, that's not him. Like, no, He's edgy now.
0: It, <laughs> is it is Weird Al. The internet told me so.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you get songs, like, every, like, Motown song was, like, the four seasons or the Temptations listed. Yeah. Like, actually, every four uh, four top song was listed as the Temptations because no one knew any different. Yeah, it's well, like,
1: that's the four tops.
0: It's not the Temptations.
1: Well, it was, like, uh, old school, like, hashtags. Like, you know, I used a tag to search for stuff. Like, they were like, well, if they like the Four Seasons, they'll probably like this too. So let's put it in there. Yeah. So it comes up as a search. <laughs>
0: yeah. Sons of bitches. Yes, sons of bitches! So Dave is uh, giving away that Nightbreed Scream Factory collection. <laughs> where, uh, all, all, all you got to do is answer. come over and uh, lick Fight my him bottle. For it. <laughs> lick his bottle. <laughs>
1: We've been talking for an
0: hour and a half. we got to get out of here. What? We gotta go nowhere.
1: So come by and toss Dave salad, and I'll give you that night breed. Bye, Backroom. everybody. Fuck you. Pizza. Go eat poop and sweat. Shut up, Brandon. Brandon.